Hi, I'm Bree. And I'm John. And you're listening to Nibsqueak, where we explore visual tools for working better. And today we're talking about tools of the trade. This is Nibsqueak. Bree, do you know who loves office supplies? I love office supplies. All right, besides you. <laughs> I, know you. I know a lot of people who love office supplies. I think they should have their own name for those people. Yeah, I, they have a name. They're called Liz Lemons. <laughs> Lemonheads? <laughs> yeah. Do you watch 30 Rock? I do. I mean, I like office supplies. I don't know that I love them like you, but they're definitely important. Okay. And I thought today we would get all Liz Lemon on our audience and spend some time and talk about tools and supplies and and actual things that you need to build a good visual. Okay, the hardware we need for building good visuals. Yeah, that's a good way to say it, the hardware. We've So we've been talking about the frameworks and structures and concepts, but we need some hardware to make it happen. So there's one person I know of who really knows their stuff in this area. Can you guess who I'm thinking of, mm, John? I think I know. Yeah. Our colleague, Trisha teaches people about graphic facilitation. Yeah, she spends a lot of time doing this and she helps people feel really comfortable getting used to working with these visual tools. Are you thinking you want to talk to her? I'm going to go talk to her. Yeah, I'm going to go have a chat. That's a good idea. I want to hear what she has to say. All right, let me know how it goes. Trisha, thank you so much for taking some time to talk to us on our show. Thanks for having me. So when someone who's new to working in this way thinks about the kind of tools that they'll be using, what do you think are the questions that they should be asking or answering to decide which tools they should they should use? One of the first big decisions that we have to make as a graphic facilitator is what are the surface options? Surface options, you mean, am I going to be writing on a napkin or my hand or a table right. or exactly a hopefully some kind of wall? Exactly. So, you know, the surface options in my mind, it's basically two categories. You're either going to make okay. a selection that is erasable or permanent skin no erasable okay. would not be skin <laughs> erasable would not be skin um mostly because you want to have enough space where folks can actually read what you're writing so a hand probably wouldn't be quite enough size and we'll leave stomachs out of this so i think erasable uh i'm thinking more of like a whiteboard right okay um and permanent would be more like butcher paper or foam core or a flip chart pad for newer folks i think Erasable is is a very good choice because one of the biggest anxieties that folks have first starting out this work is making a mistake. Sure. So when you're on an erasable surface, I think it allows for a higher degree of comfort. People don't feel as much anxiety about making a typo, you know, a spelling mistake or having something that they drew the first time look really weird. Okay. So um, it'll give them the confidence that they need to kind of do their best work. So that would be why I would advocate for erasable if somebody has the choice starting out. I like the flexibility of the whiteboard. I like the ability to rethink my spacing and uh, my layout on the fly. Mm -hmm. One of the big benefits of the paper-based surface, a lot of times folks want to keep these things. If you do it on foam core or butcher paper or flip chart pad, You've now, you've now created the option where you can leave behind this artifact. Right. It can live on. Tell us a little bit about your favorite tools for actually writing on either of these surfaces. 
That's a great question because I definitely have favorites. If there's one thing I detest, it's a bullet point marker. <laughs> That's something I just don't care for. Um, so let me explain. Most markers come in a couple different choices of nibs or tips. And, you know, you get your bullet point, which is kind of like that, that round dot. Or you get a chisel tip, which is like this nice angled edge. And I love me a good chisel tip marker. Um, so, you know, and the reason why is because I feel like the chisel really gives you a lot more variety of line type and you can get very clever in how you use it and the way that it connects with the surface you're writing on. You can use different sides of it, play around with thick and thin line, how you hold it makes all the difference. And I, I think that a lot of folks, when they first start out, if I just get a chance to show them how to work with that chisel tip correctly, they see a huge improvement in the quality of their writing and the way that they do letters. I ask people to think about making letters as though they're carving them mm. and that each line in the letter gets its own treatment. So you don't just keep the marker against the wall the whole time that you're writing, okay. you know, the letter G. Like you actually lift it and carve each line. Each line gets its own treatment. Correct. So it's like you're carving the letter. And when you lift the marker off of the wall and you go to do like the second line for the letter E, that's your opportunity to slightly shift the way you're holding the tip so that, again, you're getting the best part, the flat edge connecting with the surface. So what are your favorite things to actually work on these surfaces with? What, do you, what are your favorite markers? So I, you know, I have... I have favorites at both ends of the spectrum. Okay. I think um, you know there there's some great sets of markers that you can get that are widely available. Um, you know they come in like sets of six or, or twelve. They're reasonably affordable. They have a really nice chisel tip and um, are easy to work with. Okay. Uh, and you know that's available both dry erase and permanent. Okay. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, if you want to get really kind of serious and start to acquire tools that you feel really um, loving and protective of yes uh, some of my favorites come from germany and you know in addition to coming in a variety of beautiful colors like great palettes um a great thing is that you know you can also you can refill the inks so you can actually order inks and yep. instead of just tossing the marker and buying a new one you can refill it. i have those markers and i love those markers and i yes. have a, a box of of ink that i protect with my soul because my children are <laughs> absolutely know where it is um did you ever find yourself kind of like carving your name into the side of a marker yeah <laughs> i i or have actually writing and putting a little name tag on there to make sure it gets it gets no back one to you. steals it so i have an, another question for you trisha you have 30 minutes to prepare you've been told we'd love for you to come and capture and help us facilitate you have 30 minutes to pack your supply bag full of things. You know, what are the five things that you're going to throw in there? Um, what I would pack would be a really decent, as new as possible, set of Expo markers. I would pack a little spray bottle that's got a, a wonderful solution of, like, um, rubbing alcohol and water. Nice. That works great as a, uh, a cleaning spray. Um, I would bring a couple good, like, chamois cloth type or microfiber wipes. Mm -hmm to get a good clean on that surface. 
I would bring a fistful of um, markers and some good black permanent markers. This one's kind of important too. I would I would want to bring some of that white tape, mm. this whiteout type tape that's like a paper texture tape. And it's it's nice matte white finish. So if you make a big boo-boo, you can cover it up and keep going. I like it. So those would be my things. The dry erase, the spray, a wipe, a good set of permanent markers with chisel tip, of course, and uh, <laughs> some white tape. Wow, that was great. I mean, I've always known she knows exactly what to say to set up a new person properly. But those are some great tips. And I... I think anybody could use that and begin to be successful using visuals. Yeah, that's right. So, John, I have a question for you. Some scenario planning. All right, let's hear it. So a comet is going to hit the Earth in 30 minutes. Oh, that's terrible. And you have just enough time to get on the spaceship to Mars. (laughs) Wow, we're going far away. What graphic facilitation supplies are you taking with you oh because the spaceship the spaceship doesn't have any spaceship doesn't have any mars doesn't have any it's just you and your toolkit all right hopefully your dog your children your family your wife everybody else too everybody but we need some tools all right i i get you so i think the first thing for implements i I like to keep it simple espresso maker yes (laughs) all right second thing um (laughs) black pen and a pencil Okay. So regular wooden pencil that you got to sharpen and just straight up black pens. Okay. Eliminating all the colors lets you think a little more clearly when you're drawing and taking notes. You're, you're, you're limited to just that color and lines and, and filling in. Now, what do I use the pen and the pencil with? Well, I like a small, plain paper notebook. Okay. Just the little, like, four by three inch notebooks. You can put them in your back pocket. Like a passport size. Yeah, like a passport size. And they they never get ruined. And you can take them out and jot down notes and sketches anytime. It's always with you. I would never leave them home without it. Do you have a preference for lined, not lined, graph paper, whatever? Hmm, Good question. Uh, Definitely not lined. Just plain, blank paper. The last thing, um, assuming we have power on Mars. Assume we do. Okay. I love paper and pens and pencils, but sometimes it's nice to use a tablet, okay. like an iPad kind okay. of thing. Okay. And there's lots of different apps you can use for sketching. I'm not going to talk about that, but I do like a particular kind of pen, a, a stylus. Okay. And I think it's special because the the nib, since Ooh. we're all about nibs, yes. right, it's made of carbon fiber. Wow. You just blew my mind. It doesn't get ruined. <laughs> yeah, it's very smooth and it doesn't... <laughs> It doesn't get ruined okay. like the foam ones, the rubber ones. It's very durable, and it, it feels like you're writing on an ice rink. Cool. It's wonderful. I like it. All right. So are you coming to Mars, too? I mean, yeah. You should come. All right. So hop on. What are you bringing? What's your What's your top three things? I love a marker palette. So one of the things I really don't like to do is be up at a whiteboard or at a you know big piece of paper on the wall and... I don't like to be just like juggling markers. And I hear you on having just one black, but I do like a little color okay. and variation. I like to categorize a lot of things a lot of times by color. You can make a marker palette to hold all of your markers, maybe five or six in one hand. And it's a little too complicated for me to explain how to make one right now, but I have um, a, a, a funky stop motion video 
um, and I'll put it on our page for this episode. It's a good idea. Where you can see how to make one. It's really simple. It's just one really long piece of um, duct tape. All right, so you can bring colors. That's fine. If, if I can share and borrow some colors, yes. you can bring all those colors. All right, so what I'm else? What else you got? Colors, and I would also bring some <laughs> sticky flips. You know, I'm just imagining people bringing like their wedding albums on this spaceship, but I just am gonna bring my sticky flip charts. I find them to be so useful. So the difference between a regular flip chart and a sticky flip is just that the sticky flips are like giant post-its. You can put them anywhere. You can move them around. We can put them all over the walls of the spaceship. So what else you got? What's your third thing? You know, I think that's it. If we've got your stuff and my stuff, and you know what, maybe my third thing is Trisha. I'm gonna bring Trisha and all Trisha's stuff. Oh yeah, because then she can teach everyone else. This is gonna be an amazing trip to Mars, I just wanna say. We'll visually document. Very so well, well visually documented. Yeah. I love it. When, so when, <laughs> when are we going? We have 25 more minutes till the comet comes? Yeah, it might be time to, to, to call home. <laughs> all right, so all of these things we've been talking about today, we will put lots of good links and examples yeah. up on our website so you can check them Sounds out. I know there's, there's a lot we've said and it's a lot to remember. Go to our website, collectivenext.com, and you can see all of these things. All of our favorite things. All of our favorite things, yes. Well, until next time, keep it squeaky. Keep it squeaky. Keep it squeaky.